I mean, a very good afternoon to you. So where does this uh, emanate from um, to be at the point at which both seem to be uh, trading barbs? Good afternoon. Let me just give context to basically where this all started. The Davis Tax Commission came in around February 2013 after Pravin Godan had, um, you know, during his budget, he said that they needed to review the tax uh, for the country. So he initiated a tax um policy framework and that's basically what the Davis Tax Commission does. They advise SARS, they basically work for SARS and they it's like almost they consult um, and they give advice basically on illicit, for illicit financial flows. And basically, like, for instance, if SARS wants to or if Treasury wants to increase taxes, they basically mm-hmm. look at things like where could the tax come from? They, they give it's an advisory. They advise um, basically Treasury and SARS, like, for instance, the impact of increasing VAT, the impact, what, what actually happens. So that's basically that's basically their role. And they play a huge role role in SARS obviously so this comments um, you know coming from the Davis Tax Commission in some way looks like they you know this this these departments are sort of like not talking to each other and you know it's a little bit concerning and the fact that he said she said they said we said kind of a situation and it is a little bit concerning knowing that we've we've never had um, such issues previously uh, where SARS has been one of the most progressive tax collect, uh, collection organize, uh, organization, not just in South Africa, but also, you know, within the continent. It's it's very efficient in how it collects its tax. It's very modern. It's ranked as one of the best, um, you know, tax collecting organizations in the world. So obviously seeing something like this is quite concerning and everybody wants to know what exactly is going on. Okay, so... Um the claims made by Judge Davis uh, are that SARS does not have the capacity to prevent illicit financial outflows. Yes. Um, look, illicit financial outflows, it's not just a South African problem. It's a global problem. But Africa obviously has the biggest problem. We've got a major, major problem in the sense that we don't really have... Um, you know, net uh, net systems, not just within our tax system, but also within government system, where we don't have mechanisms where you know where our money goes to. So obvi- obviously, you know, but then SARS has come out and says that its transfer pricing unit has obviously an agreement with OECD um, countries and. I have sat through with Pravin Godan and I, I, he's spoken a couple of times about his concerns about illicit financial flows. And in the previous, uh, even in this year's budget, he did say that, look, we are looking at ways to tighten, you know, basically that loophole. Obviously, that in, in includes um, enforcing uh, more policing within that, that framework. So basically, they're going to tighten that and... Obviously, this falls within the SARS role uh, to just monitor and make sure that uh, these nets are closed. Um, we don't have as much money getting out of the country um, that, that is not supposed to and people not declaring their tax. Um, you know, what you call safe heavens. And uh, you've got rich people. Sometimes they, they take the money out of the country. They don't declare. I mean, th- th- those are the kind of issues mm-hmm. that government is concerned about. What about the fudging of the figures? There's been much made of these allegations that uh, uh, SARS has for once not even um, paid taxpayers who are uh, due for a refund, uh, at least on their tax collection and uh, that it's all in a bit to reflect favorable numbers 
at the end of the financial year for SARS. What has Davis said and what is SARS saying in, in reply? Um, the issue of refunds um, not hasn't really been highlighted as much, but this was an issue that came out, I think, um, when they did um, talk about the the 2015-2016 collection of more than a trillion rands for the first time. And it it has been an issue that has been in the media and has been an issue that analysts have been talking about. Basically, this seems to be a growing number of um, people that are not getting their tax refunds. And so basically, SARS says, look, they have collected, um, I mean, they've paid over 12 billion rands more than they did last year. And SARS has come out strongly and said that, look, it's just 2% of... Uh, the entire population that hasn't really gotten their money back. And that says it's because of their risk engine process. There's a new process that they seem to have put into SARS where after you're, you've been, um, basically they've looked at your documents and, you know, they, 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 they need to audit you. So I think a lot of people don't understand that even if you do file your e-filing and it does show you that this is how much money you're supposed to get back, it still has to go through the process. If they feel that there's red flags, you need to be audited. And when they audit you, they'll ask for all sorts of documents. So there are some concerns, you know, people are raising in terms of how long this is taking. And, you know, things like the bank account doesn't reflect uh, with the account that you've given SARS, you know, things like telephone number, your FICA um, issues. So they're saying that it's not something that um, it's not something that they are doing purposely, but it's because they've put these measures and systems in place. That is why they're seeing a high number of people not getting their tax returns is because they've made it more difficult for people to fraud, so to speak, um, uh, the, the tax refund right. system. Just a quick one and final one, Amina. What other claims uh, is Davis making, especially with regards to him saying that SARS is uh, in danger of imploding? Just very briefly. There has been, I mean, the SARS issue, Treasury, and basically now we're seeing the Davis Tax Commission is something that has been, um, you know, has been in the uh, limelight for a while. And it is causing, you know, concerns and eyebrows. I mean, a couple of, uh, not this year, but last year when we went to the budget, they didn't even sit in the media briefing as a unit. And we usually have SARS and we have Treasury sitting together, briefing and explaining themselves. So there has been red flags being raised and there's been issues of the wrong unit. There's been issues about management leaving SARS, issues about compliance issues. I mean, a whole lot of it, the list goes on. All right. Amina, let's leave it there. Thank you very much. Amina Akram, our economics reporter. So let's break down some of this with tax specialist Deborah Tickle. Uh, Deborah, very good afternoon to you. Thank you so much for joining us uh, to talk about yeah. this. Okay. A very complex issue. So maybe in layman's terms, let's first start with the plausibility of SARS manipulating its uh, its debt books and uh, if there's anything even unusual about them delaying uh, returning tax refunds? I think we have to be careful here to be so between perception and reality and when one talks about perception there's the old phrase perception is reality. So many many people over the last year or so have have even brought to the ombuds' attention the fact that refunds appear to be delayed. And if one looks at the ombuds' um, reports at the moment, 
he has corroborated that there does seem to be a longer time period taking place between refunds and when they would previously have been paid. And uh, I know that the South African Institute of Chartered Accountants, of which I am a member, has also done a, a survey on that basis. So the perception is that refunds are being delayed. Um, the reality is, is to be still determined because obviously, as, as um, Amina said, one has to then ask why. Um, the Ombud has obviously intervened in certain cases and very um, rightly ascertained what the reasons were and then assisted in um, resolving those reasons. So one has to look at the problem that SARS has clearly in the sense that they are tasked as the administrator for collecting taxes and they need to do that in whatever way would they, they are capable of doing so legally. Now obviously they are not um, given the power to go beyond what are their normal powers. So the, the question that arises is, have they or not? And at the moment, the Daily's Tax Committee has been tasked to look at um, the governance at SARS and certain mechanisms, not with a view to, to criticizing SARS, but simply to report to the government and to the minister to say, yes, this is all working perfectly well, or no, it isn't working as well as, as it should be, and this is where improvements can be made. There shouldn't be anything sinister about this, and it's rather a pity that comments that are made are being highlighted in the press and, and taken in a context which makes it look as if there is friction between the two parties. Mm. And, and maybe there is a little, but it's, you know, I, I think it's a pity that this it's becoming almost a, a brawl within the press. So, Deborah, if, if there are claims sorry. that there was a directive for... Uh, to delay raising of assessments by SARS Group Executive for investigative audit and uh, that uh, auditors were to focus only on money that was collectible within the current financial uh, year. Is that unusual? And what would be the effect of carrying out this instructional directive? If, if that were to have been the directive, then it wouldn't be within the, um, the powers of SARS, provided that it were simply a directive, just withhold refunds. Um, you know, withholding refunds without um, reason is not within the legislation. It's not within the powers of SARS of the Tax Administration Act. Obviously, there are many reasons that might be in place as to why they can withhold refunds if they believe that there's a reason um, that the, the taxpayer has not acted um, correctly if the documentation is not supporting a refund, anything of that nature. Um, there is a perception out there, as I said earlier, that refunds are being withheld. And obviously the perception, again, is that the refunds are being withheld in order to boost the figures that SARS have collected. We're in a very difficult time at the moment. The, the, we're, we're in an economic um, sort of almost flat. We've got we've confirmed growth for last year around about 0.3%. So it's, it's very difficult. We have a lot of demands on government to, um, to, to spend on, on public goods to provide us with the things that we need. And um, SARS is the, the task with collecting the money to do that. So they're under pressure on the one hand. But on the other hand, you know, there's a responsibility both to SARS on the taxpayer to pay and on the government to, to, to do its part. And I think one of the problems we have at the moment is there's a, there's a lack of trust perhaps between taxpayer SARS 
and and elements of government in the sense that you know if, if one looks at um, and this has been raised again by Judge um, uh, Dennis Davies the the um, wasteful expenditure that the Auditor General reported last year was 46 billion up from 26 billion the previous year. Now taxpayers have a problem with that because they're saying well we're pay- we're doing our bit if we're paying and um, you know where is governance side of the story being kept because we want our money to go into paying for poor people to have good schools and, and good hospitals, etc. And that's not what we're seeing. So there's, there's a, an element of, of, of a trust issue which is, comes from all sides because taxpayers must pay their tax properly. The stars must administer it properly and pay refunds if they are rightly due on time, which the perception is that that's not happening. And the government must spend it properly. So I think we're, when, when we talk about um, Judge Davies' comment about SARS imploding, it's maybe been taken a little bit um, literally when, when what we're really looking at is how is SARS really going to cope with all this, um, amongst all this um, political rhetoric, etc. Right. Thank you so much for your time and insights there, Deborah, Deborah Tickle, who is a tax specialist.